Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Hey everyone, it's uh, Ben here from uh, Center of the Universe. So we've been absent for a little while and I kind of wanted to just to drop uh, an explanation. This isn't going to be a, a terribly long podcast. The world has kind of gone to hell um, in the month of June. Not that uh, 2020 was doing uh, remarkably well, but it really kind of uh, kicked off. Um, you know, obviously we did address uh, the uh, the George Floyd uh, um, death and the protests that were happening um, in the Black Lives Matter movement. And, um, you know, I think that some good things have come from that. Obviously, we have a very long way to go when it comes to that. Uh, we still have people, you know, black men are, that are dying, black people that are dying at the hands of the police, even with all this attention. Um, so that's truly terrible. But again, positive things are happening from the movement, from the, the, the people that are pushing every single day. So that's great. So that, that part is good. There, there is, it's, it's not all the change we want, but at least it's some kind of change. But I just kind of wanted to ramble here for a second. So, in the wake of the speaking out movement, which has really rocked the wrestling world, I would say that that has probably been one of the bigger reasons why I haven't been as motivated to podcast. Um, if you're unfamiliar, uh, if you're not a wrestling fan, um, and there are some people that listen to this podcast that aren't wrestling fans, but if you are uh, in that uh, that group... About two weeks ago now, uh, stories, um, you know, women came started to come forward and tell their stories of abuse and rape and manipulation and horrible treatment by men in the uh, wrestling world. Uh, it started with David Starr, uh, a wrestler that I really enjoyed his work. Um, I was recently on a podcast on this very network, uh, The Five Star Review. Uh, talking about his match with Jordan Devlin, which mm, both men in that uh, match are not not awesome. And then that was kind of the catalyst for hundreds of women uh, and people. There's, there have been some men that come, have come forward too to talk about their uh, stories of abuse at the hands of wrestlers. And uh, it's been every day new revelations and you know you have wrestlers like uh travis banks big fan travis banks he's been let go by wwe and uh eligero and just countless others about the one that i would say that probably really broke me as it comes to uh being a fan is mike quackenbush so Mike Quackenbush, if you're unaware and unfamiliar, is the uh, founder, owner, booker, and trainer for a promotion out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania called uh, Chikara. And Chikara is a promotion that I have loved for many, many, many years. And it's a very family-friendly promotion. They really embrace the comic book side of, of wrestling. Lots of luchadors and fun colors, and I've been to a couple of their shows, and they're Always very, very fun. And I uh, I took my, my now wife to a show in Chicago. And it's actually a, a Chikara show 
that, um, well, I, so I wrote this piece for WrestleVoid, uh, uh, big shout out to Jordan. And so in the, this, uh, the winter of 2012, well, so in 2012, I came out as bisexual and in the winter time of 2012, I was in a really dark, depressing place and I was starting to have, um, uh, some suicidal thoughts and so much to the point where I had a plan and I uh, was, yeah, I had a plan, but I, then I found out that uh, Chikara was going to be running a two day tournament in Chicago and something about it. Just, you know what? I got to go to that. And so Maybe I can put things on hold until I see that. That could be my last big hurrah. And, you know, it was looking forward to that that helped me get past a lot of things. And then when I was at that show, it's still now, it's obviously tainted, but one of my favorite wrestling experiences was that show. And uh, in between, it was a doubleheader, and so in between the two shows, I got uh, the opportunity to talk to Mike Quackenbush and I, I just walked up to him and I said, Mike, thank you. Thank you for this show. And thank you for Chikara. And I started to cry and he asked, you know, are you okay? And I very quickly kind of recounted not everything, but some of the things that had been uh, going on in my life and how important this weekend was. And I, We'll never forget the things that he told me, and I don't. I don't want to share those. Um, but to see the horrible things that he has done, the people he's abused, and neglected, and manipulated, and take advantage of, and um, he released a video yesterday, and it was just. Uh, self-preservation mode, clearly. And he admitted to using homophobic slurs. And obviously the, the monstrous things that he allowed happen under his watch, the manipulation that uh, he uh, brought on was awful. But I told him, I told that man that the catalyst of my depression, my suicidal depression, was me coming out. And for him to so callously use slurs that I have been called, I was called the day I came out. I was called those words the day I came out in anger. Threats, threats of physical violence against me using the words that he used. I, there's a sense of betrayal that I don't, I can't quite grasp. And so it's hard. It's hard to get excited about wrestling. I haven't really watched a lot of wrestling uh, since the Speaking Out uh, movement has started. And now that is not to say that I don't think that this should have happened because clearly this should have happened. That needed. So uh, no, obviously uh, the speaking out movement had to happen and it needed to happen for wrestling to become better because clearly wrestling has been a place that has been 
awful and has fostered awful people that uh, were empowered to do awful things. And this is not anything new, like sexual abuse and home, you know, homophobic slurs and racism are not new to wrestling. But I thought maybe we had progressed past that in the days of, you know, your, the 60s and 70s uh, and 80s, but clearly not. So there's a sense of mourning for this thing that I, I love. So... And this is a bummer. I know this is a bummer podcast. And if you made it this far, Zach's going to be on in a minute and we'll, we'll talk and try to make a little bit of levity from this. Well, not levity of this, but maybe leave you with a little bit of levity from this podcast. But, uh, and it's just my mental health has been taking a nosedive um, through everything that's going on, like just the world. The weight of the world has been, uh, and everyone's, you know, believe me, I'm not saying I'm the only one. I mean, Again, since March, it's been just one thing after the other. And I don't think we've, none of us have really gotten a break from everything that's going on in the world. And it seems like every day this, the things mount and mount and mount. So, you know, I, I really encourage people, if they're listening to this, if you're still listening to this, really make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure you're taking adequate breaks from social media, something that I have not done and I really, really need to do um, because social media is not helpful at this point. It really isn't. There is no good that can come from social media when you're spiraling down um, a, a web of depression. And I mean, I'm sure maybe there are people that it, it does, but like I am definitely not one of those people. Um, you just start seeing you know, horrible thing after horrible thing and uh, just you start to lose faith in humanity and I have faith in humanity. I do. I think there are good people on there. Zach's one of those good people. My wife is some of those good people. Um, someone like Keith Lee who came forward during the speaking out movement. Uh, he's a good, he's a good person. Um, but uh, so yeah, so um, let's take a quick break and then we'll be bringing on our uh, co-host Zach. Be right back. All right, and we are back with our wonderful uh, co-host. How are you doing, Zach? I'm doing well, Ben. How about you? Um, you know, uh, if you, you know, if you listen to the the, the first ten minutes of this, um, twenty twenty, man, twenty twenty. Yeah, it's got more ups and downs than a yo-yo factory. It's just, uh, it's definitely like you know, obviously the. The you know the year with you know COVID and has been pretty bad, but June, late August or late May, early in all of June really have been just a a shit show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's bad enough with the you know the pandemic going on, but man, it's people. That's that's the worst of it all. I mean, pretty much everywhere you look. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty. It's been pretty bad. I mean, like in the last episode, we we, we touched on the George Floyd stuff, George Floyd stuff, uh, and then uh, obviously we're both wrestling fans, and the speaking out movement um, mm -hmm. really kind of sucked any enjoyment from the product of wrestling. Uh, yeah, wrestling, movies, uh, music. Um, yeah, I mean across the board. But you know, the the perspective I'm trying to keep is at least with everything that's going on, you know, I, I, I think that people are finally having the time to reflect on the way things have been and how they should change and how they can help them change. Um, 
And, you know, there's been people that have been just far too comfortable for far too long. So time to shake that snow globe. Definitely. And now, and, and it's, it, like I said it in my, you know, it's, it's, you know, wrestling has not been a place um, in, in any entertainment. There's, you know, it's, there's been lots of uh, seedy underbelly for a long time. I guess it's just, you, you think maybe in the year 2020, a lot of those elements have kind of died off with the old dinosaurs that left the business and clearly not the case um, because you have, you know, these guys like your David stars, who was the loudest voice of, you know, being progressive and a Bernie Sanders guy called himself the Bernie Sanders of wrestling. That was one of his many nicknames and yikes. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of people that are asking for change that are demanding change. And I think that those stories are important and they should be listened to. I think that there's, there's not been a whole lot of accountability in terms of a governing body of the world of wrestling. It's kind of weird. Like every, you know, federation company kind of has their own rules of how to handle things. And it's been so indiscriminate in terms of, you know, well, they're a big draw. We'll let them slide. You know, did they know what they, what was going on then? Or is it just now? And if they, did just find out now what are they going to do about it um you know and it's just weird it's, it's almost like a new attitude era for me and that's what turned me off for wrestling for a really long time was like you know there's just the misogyny the sexism the, like the bra and panty matches stuff like that i just i just couldn't get into it and uh you know kind of came around to wrestling when people wanted this different dynamic way of approaching the sport and, um, you know, it, it just seems like there's ass clowns no matter where you look. Yeah. And it's just, um, you know, I, again, I touched on the Mike Quackenbush stuff being the really kind of the gut punch that really kind of sealed, sealed it for me. Cause I mean, obviously it's all been awful and, you know, not to, I'm trying not to like, you know, I've had a good, I wasn't abused. I wasn't attacked. I wasn't manipulated. I don't mean a little bit manipulated by, by Quackenbush, but you know, I, like I wasn't directly, but it's still, it's just, I mean, the good thing is, I guess it's, it's, it's had, I've had to look at other things in my life and I'm like, well, you know, if I'm taking a break from this, cause I don't, I don't think I'll ever be done with wrestling. I think wrestling is kind of a big part of who I am, but I, I think it's okay to put things on the back burner, even things you love and say, you know, yeah. I'm just going to take up a, a break from this. I'm, I'm going to pause this for a moment. But I and, really- and I think that's the biggest thing right now that I've kind of realized is like, you know, I tried watching wrestling since the whole, the whole COVID thing with, and, and social distancing and all that. And now I'm starting to see their shows getting back up and running. And I'm just like, you know what? We should not have had wrestling this entire time. Everything should have been full tilt stop. It should have been full tilt stop. And I think that's what needs to happen. We're not ready to have shows again. You know, there's the cases spiking. There's, there's people, you know, you, you had, uh, um, Oh God, who was it? The one wrestler that said, you can't make me wear a mask. Um, low key, low key. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I saw his tweet and I was just like, you got it. Kidding me. Like what? It's so funny that a guy named Loki is very high key a moron. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, 
masks aren't aren't for for you they're for everybody you know that's that's the mentality people need to have and um i I think that's where we're at with wrestling too it's like it's a contact sport it's meant to be person to person and you know there's got to be a new platform a new way of doing this and everybody needs to take the time to figure that out yeah and then you can't go back to the way it was no, and then I mean, then you have like a bunch of people testing positive, including Renee Young, which not only affects WWE but AEW, and like and WWE is getting a lot of flack for writing things, and as they should, they earned every bit of it. AEW isn't isn't either. Again, like you said, no wrestling company should be happening. Like, like I'm and AEW, I feel bad for because they're this is they're within their first year of being a company. And for them to take the enti- this entire time off would be disastrous for them. But what is more disastrous? Your entire roster getting infected with a virus that can, has killed 100 or 200 or 125,000 people in this country alone? Or put things on, like, I don't think anyone in the world would be like, Oh man, I'm so bad. I mean, there would be some people, but like, I think most rational human beings would be like, yeah, you guys put pause to your first year because there was a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, movies are being pushed back. Everything is like being pushed back. And like, even things that are not happening till next year, like next year's Oscars are being pushed back a month at least. Yeah. And so it's, but to not, I don't want to completely dwell on all things awful because I, I, like I said in my kind of beginning monologue, I want to try, try to end this because this is going to be a little shorter affair, but like try to end this on some positivity. So you have, and you feel free to like tell, tell me to, you know, we don't have to go into great detail. You have some exciting news coming up in your life as a filmmaker. If you want to go into a little bit as much as you can from that. Oh, um, if, or well, if you don't want to, uh, then I can, I can cut this all part out. Oh yeah, no. Um, let's see. There's uh, I just got uh some nice press uh in a UK website for December. That's been um picking up steam as festivals kind of figure out what they're gonna do. Um, film festivals took a big hit as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and people have tried to figure out the best way to move forward digitally. Um, so December's been um starting to make the rounds again. They were doing that and then COVID hit and everything got shut down. So that's, that's on its way. Um, and then I'm gearing up for, uh, a, a small new project, um, for a buddy of mine. So, um, still putting the elements together for that and hope to shoot that sometime in July. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's what's going on with me with that. Um, other than that, I've been teaching social, social distancing, teaching via webcam, um, getting ready to wrap that up. Um, so yeah, all I've been doing is working and watching a lot of movies. What is a, a good movie that you've watched recently? What's, what's your movie recommendation for the people? Um, I did just watch last night, um, Willie Dynamite. It was recently put on Blu-ray by Arrow Video. And it's kind of like Superfly, but turned on its ear where this pimp has like just the worst luck of everybody coming after him. And that's ultimately what ends up reforming his life. But, um, the soundtrack is amazing. The fashion is just out of this world, like 10 times cooler than I think 
Superfly or uh, Dolomite or anything like that. So that's that's one I would definitely definitely check out. Nice. Uh, um, and then I've I've been watching a lot of like extreme horror as well, like some Japanese cinema. I watched uh, the Untold Story, which is supposedly based on a true story of um, this guy that that worked at a dumpling shop and killed the owner and his family and turned them into dumplings. Um, that was really kind of disturbing, but pretty fun. Um, trying to think of, of some other fun stuff I've watched recently that's a bit more upbeat. Oh, Bloodsucking Pharaohs in Pittsburgh. Um, it's an Alan Smithy film with effects by Tom, C- Tom Savini. Uh, if you can track that one down, it is just bonkers, if you couldn't tell by the title title alone um but yeah other than that i just finished uh season four of riverdale and season two of pose uh those are both fantastic um so i'm looking for new new series if there's any listeners that have recommendations i'm all for it for sure um i have been playing a lot of animal crossing i've been playing a lot of mario kart with my wife uh i guess my biggest a uh, new life update is we bought a house. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we uh it, we bought a house here uh in, in the great uh, city of Lakewood. We move in um we get the keys in July and then we have to do some things to it cuz it's a it's a 100-year-old house um or 99 years at the moment. But it's a really nice house and we really like it and it's 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 buying a house for anyone who is listening to this that has ever bought a house. It is exciting yet terrifying because it is the absolute most money you're going to ever spend on anything. And, um, yeah, like when you move into a new apartment, you have all the incidentals of like, oh, I need a new uh, broom or some plate. This is like we need to replace a toilet. We need to like get the boiler looked at. We need to get a lawnmower because there's a lawn and all this. But I'm still very excited about it. Um, Media wise, I it's funny. For some reason, on yesterday, I was I worked out yesterday. I work. I have a personal trainer. Big shout out to Milestone Athletic Club over in Willoughby or no um, Mayfield Heights. Sorry, Mayfield Heights here in Ohio. They're awesome. But I'm driving home and I got the un like just unknowing, all consuming drive to watch the 2011 version of Thundercats. Okay. I have no idea where it came from, but I did. And I, I, so I, and like, I had to buy it. Um, but I bought it for my, on my Xbox and it is such a good, like, I love the Thundercat, the original Thundercats. It's a big Thundercats mm-hmm. guy. This one is, if they're going to make a movie, like a live action movie, this is the version they should go with. Um, it's, but it's really good. Um, Will Fidel is the voice of Lion-O. Um, they got the original voice of Lino to be his dad. And it's just, it's really kind of, it's an awesome retelling of it. It only lasted one season, which is a real shame. Um, but I, and, but there's rumblings because uh, Warner Brothers did it. That maybe they, they could bring it back because on their streaming services or on HBO Max. Uh, but yeah, so I've been want to, I've been watching that. Can I make way through that? Did, and that's great. Didn't James Lipton do the original Thundercats theme? I think so. I think you're right on that. Yeah. I remember that was like bar trivia or something like that. 
Um, it's a great theme. It's a great. Oh uh, yeah. Like I, it was, um, they I was watching a video about kind of a review of that series and they talked about how kind of in, you know, there was in 2011, there was this big drive to bring those, those back as a toy driver, like they were originally because the kids that grew up with it then now have kids. And so they brought back He-Man. The He-Man was okay. It wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, and then they brought back Ninja Turtles, and they, they've subsequently brought Ninja Turtles back like five times since then. But the Thundercats one, it was on Cartoon Network. It, it was it was quite good. Um, but yeah, other, and then other than that, just uh, trying to trying to stay positive in the in the world. Um, watching a lot of TikTok. TikTok has become a thing where I, I, I don't really make TikToks, but I, I binge them quite a lot. So I don't know if you're on TikTok, Zach. Are you, are you on the Tiki Talkies? I'm, I'm not on the TikTok, but I, you know, occasionally I'll, I'll, I'll find, I'll find one that, that makes its way through like text messages, emails, whatever. Where people are like, you got to check this out kind of thing. Um, I still think my favorite of all time is, uh, can I pet that dog? Yes. Can I pet that dog? Like there is, it's and, fun, uh, there is a TikTok that just like reshows old vines. And if okay. that, if that's not the snake eating its tail, then I don't, it's, <laughs> but like, uh, it's just like, I mean, there are some people that are very creative on there. Um, it's a really good place for, I've been finding a lot of music from there. Cause I don't, I don't listen to a lot of the kids music these days. Um, but I went on to uh, Spotify and found a playlist of all the songs from TikTok because some of them get in your head. They... Oh yeah. They're definitely earworms, you know, like the don't rush and, yes. uh, Oh God. What are some of the other ones there? So there's one, um, I, like if you, uh, the beginning of this, uh, very podcast, I played a song called Stutton by, uh, Curtis waters. That's very, it's got a vibe to it. That's very, very fun. Um, and there is, uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a ton of interesting music. It's funny because I, I remember when it was, uh, when TikTok was musically and it was just people lip syncing and I thought, yeah. well, that's never gonna, that's never gonna work. That That's a dead app. And then clearly the, the creators had the same idea. And now there are people that are famous TikTokers, which you, but yeah, the nice I thing, think, okay. I, I think it's really interesting because I've been seeing more and more where people are using that platform as um, uh, a form of education, like with explaining things for Pride Month. Like I saw one that was really good in terms of explaining what non-binary really means mm-hmm. uh, in terms of sexuality. Um, I've seen things uh, uh, in terms of educating the stats and, and when people say defund the police. Um, and what that means, what it looks like, uh, and the resources behind that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting. TikTok, I think is, is a far more political in a good way than, than vines ever were. Yeah. Agreed. Very much agree. And what's nice about TikTok is that it really does the algorithm of what it shows you really does respond pretty, pretty well. Like every now and then something will slip through. But like, you know, what, what you like, what you tend to watch, you see, you get a lot of that. And so my TikTok is, you know, very LGBT, very left wing, very pro black, um, you know, black lives matter, 
Um, a lot of funniness, a lot of nerdy stuff. And there's really, it's nice. as like, there are the big TikTokers out there that I never see. And it's pretty awesome. Cause like in Vine, like you ever went like on the, you know, their favorites page, and you see those, you know, trash bags like Logan Paul and all those people. Like I don't interact with them with the other ones, and that, which is pretty, pretty nice. Um, there's also a filter that turns everything green into purple. No. Okay. And this is, it's trippy. It's really trippy. Um, huh. I mean, it's probably basic science, but it's a, it's a cool thing. But, uh, so yeah, so I, um, like we had talked about, you and I talked about in, in a text message, like I really want to get back into a more regular schedule. It's just life is when, when you don't have awesome mental health and you don't have uh, like the world is kind of, blah and just you, you come home and you want to crash into bed like i love podcasting and i'm sure other podcasters you know they barrel through but it just it's been hard to really get up for things and like you just said because i love i love this i love the show i really love doing this with this show with you and i feel like to a to an extent i've let like you and the fans down for not i mean that we're you know catering to millions here, but there are people that have messaged me and like you know when's a new episode coming out. So to those folks, I do want to say I'm sorry. To you, I want to say I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm, I'm working with someone now, and I'm I'm working out more, and I'm tr- taking care of myself more. So I feel yeah. like I'm getting back into a rhythm that is healthy and productive and conducive. And also, this house I'm buying has plenty of space for a podcasting studio so I can leave my stuff out. So I don't have to like, cause like even like putting out the stuff and getting everything connected, like there are days I'm like, Oh God, that's so much work. It's not, but like just be able to like walk up to the attic is the finished attic with a finished bathroom, which is weird. It's like a full bathroom. Ooh, I could, you I could podcast from the tub. Probably not um, a good <laughs> idea, but I could. But uh, so yeah, so like like we, we definitely you know and we'll we'll definitely do more Good Brother podcast with Jordan, um, and we'll definitely but we'll also have guests on and we will bring back the fun. So this is we've tried to make this as fun as we possibly can. Um, aside from the ten minute diatribe at the beginning where I was just word vomiting into the microphone, but uh, look for the, uh, yeah. the center of the universe to come back. Yeah, I mean it's it's been a trash fire so far, and it's you know you tr- you try to make chicken salad out of the chicken shit we've been served so far and in 2020. And it's, it's been difficult. Everybody's been kind of going through it and it's, you know, when people want to put on a brave face, like I, I can understand that, but I think for far too long, people have been ignoring the problems at hand and they've been kind of forced into this self reflection period of their lives. And it's just like, well, hot damn, well, where do we go from here? Kind of thing. And, um, you know, it, I think it's needed. I think people need to re-examine, you know, the type of jokes they make, the the type of choices they they make, um, and and re-examine, you know, where their content is coming from, who's making it, things like that, um, you know, and and see what beliefs play into the the actions that they take. You know, it's kind of like. You know, I, I saw tweets where it's like you can't say, you know, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter and, you know, still support like Jeffree Star's makeup line and things like that. You know, um, and, you know, speaking on things like the, the world of wrestling and things like that, it's it's 
interesting to see where where people lie and, and fall in terms of you know their conservatism, their their liberal bias, and things like that. Um, you know, and just a plethora of issues. And you know, it's difficult. You know, that this is where things have to get figured out. Where people have to sit down and you know see their accountability and the responsibility that they have not only to themselves but to the people around them, the people they do business with. Yep. I know. I agree. And I think it's just, uh, you're right. I think if 2020 has offered us anything, it has given us all the time that we always say that we don't have to take time to take stock and like a lot of self-reflection. And that, that, that's not bad. It's a scary thing. Self-reflection can be a very scary thing. Cause I, I definitely, I think I'm not the only one. I think this generation, um, the world we live in is very much like I want to distract myself so much that I don't have to be alone with my own thoughts. And I'm definitely that same. Like I always have my phone with me and I'm always like, if I'm, you know, not watching TV, I'm walking on my phone and like, I'm constantly doing things to not have those honest conversations, but you got to have those. You have to have those honest conversations because then, you know, the bill always comes due in some form or fashion. And my bill came due with a, big downturn in, in my mental health. And um, that's not fair to uh, my wife and my family. It's not fair to myself. It's not fair to, to me to not take care of myself because I've, you know, in the last year been on a physical well-being, you know, taking care of myself. And even that's kind of slipped during this. But I, I took so much pride in how I looked physically I need to take that same pride in, in my mental health. And I think everyone needs to do that. Um, you know, yeah. You're NAMI. worth it, Ben. Uh, thank you. You're worth thank it, you. baby. Um, NAMI.org is a great resource where people can get, um, you know, and this is not sponsored. This is just a, uh, I know there's a great resource. Uh, they are a great resource for mental health help. Um, reach out, reach out to people. If you have if you need any questions, if you ever want to reach out, you can always reach out to us. Our DMs are wide open slide in yeah. them like it's a slippery uh, a slip and slide of of good wishes yeah and i i think that that's you know a thing in 2020 like i you know it's time to normalize people going to therapy it's time to normalize you know opening up about how you feel about things you know you know if you're uncomfortable if you need help um i know my communication with with people has has not been the best i'm the type of person that shuts down you know, when the shit hits the fan, it's, I got to figure it out on my own and I'm, I'm terrible at asking for help. Um, but then, you know, all that catches up with you, you know, you, you can't homebrew your own feelings by pushing it all down inside because it's just going to bubble up and cause a bigger mess than you've been trying to avoid. Very well said. So Zach, if people want to follow you, on those worldwide webs, how can they do that? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Zach for Zombies, Z A C H F O R Z O M B I E S. Yeah, let's trade memes back and forth. Recipes, I mean, barbecue season. Um, yeah, let's 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 trade some recipes. I'm gonna I'm, I'm always down for that. I'm or at least weirdo. Yeah, weirdo movies too. I'm always looking for new stuff. I've been going through so many weird genres and I'm all up for it. Hell yeah. Uh, what, um, what about you, Ben? I'm at center club on Twitter. Um, I am on uh, center club at, on Instagram, even though I have to add you on there cause that's be privates. Uh, this podcast has its own social media at center of the U. 
on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah, like I said, look look for more regular. We will try. Uh, we will do our best. That, that's and that's all we can do. This podcast. There are other podcasts and better podcasts that are there weekly. And listen to those, Marty and Sarah. This past week's Marty and Sarah, uh, they had a, um, their interview with Paloma Star talking about the speaking out movement from the perspective of a female wrestler, which is very, very important. So I highly recommend that. Um, but just, you know, take care of yourselves, uh, take care of each other, but also take care of yourself, you know, treat yourself. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, uh, buying yourself anything, even though that's not a bad thing. Um, but just, you know, be nice to yourself. Don't beat yourself up too much. And, uh, if you, you know, maybe don't do everything that was on your to-do list on a day, it's okay. Cause you, you have yeah. tomorrow and just, uh, be nice to each other. Be nice to yourself. Um, black lives still celebrate matter. the things that you can black lives matter. Happy pride. Happy pride to you, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a weird one, but it's, I tell you what, this pride, this month's pride has been more productive than many months. Um, you know, good things are happening. Not enough good things, but good things are happening. But um, I will be very happy to, uh, you know, have my house. And I can very, very proudly display my flag year round. Um, but, uh, yeah. So until next time, uh, you know, just take care of each other. We, we love you both. We, we love you both. We, we love we you love both. Both of our listeners. Both of our listeners, um, <laughs> which is me and my mom. So, but no, we, we love you all very much. Uh, thank you for the support. Thank you for reaching out. Uh, and we will see you soon. Love